It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. All right, we're ready. Back and ready on a big Monday. The Nate Brown Show is live from our downtown studio. Welcome in on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's always a great day in the Black Hills, even when the wind's blowing 60 miles an hour. Hang on to your hats. We're going to get out of the gate on this Monday. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Bring us up online, foxsportsrapidcity.com. The Nate Brown Show, two hours, thought-provoking sports talk. A lot to cover tonight. Really good guests, including, I think, one of the best guests uh, we could get today, the play-by-play voice of the Florida State Seminoles, the play-by-play man who's been at every game. He's been calling the games for... Florida State, he's going to join us live tonight from Tallahassee. So a lot to get to tonight. We're going to get after it. And then we've got basketball tonight. How about it? Monday night, kicking off the basketball season. Rapid City Stevens visiting Douglas High School Girls Basketball. We're hitting the hardcore tonight. We'll have live play-by-play, our broadcast team ready to go. And uh, Stevens Douglas coming up. That'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off. Until then, let's get to it. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live here on the Black Hills Sports Station. Also catch us on Twitter, X, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show and watch us live there. And on YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. Bring us up on YouTube. You've got a South Dakota Sports Talk Show brought to you by Black Hills Urgent Care. If you get sick this time of year, got to get better. Get the exceptional care at Black Hills Urgent Care. Fast, affordable, convenient. They're on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road on the west side, Bacon Park. Black Hills Urgent Care. No appointment needed. Great care. Just walk right in seven days a week. And you can also schedule on your phone. Avoid any of the wait in the lobby. Go to bhucare.com. bhucare.com with the letter U. Black Hills Urgent Care. Remember it. Faster way to get better. All right, so I told you, Florida State play-by-play man on this big day of Florida State being out of the college football playoff. I know everybody's been talking about that. I've got my own perspective on that, which I'll share. And then I'm going to get the inside stuff, what they're feeling down there. Okay. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on. We're lucky to get him. Jeff Colhane. He did some work here in South Dakota. It was really good. Got to know him back in the day. And I contacted Jeff, said, hey, can you come on tonight? So he's going to join us. Florida State play-by-play man uh, coming up. Also, college football NFL reaction, Thor Nystrom is in from uh, betting pros and score north. Twin Cities. We'll talk Vikings and college football. Thor Nystrom's joining us. Mike McFeely's on the way from North Dakota. North Dakota State playing USD. What a matchup at the Dome. I'm telling you, North Dakota State slips by Montana State. Now the Bison gets a rematch with USD. Mike McFeely covering the Bison in forum.com. And a side story with the Bison that's big today. Uh, we'll get to him. Mike McFeely joins us live from Fargo. Frank Schwab's on the way. National NFL writer tonight. Yahoo Sports on week 13 of the NFL. And Doug Ottawill live from Denver. MileHighSports.com. Okay, on a Monday, so many ways that we can, we we have to go and we could go. I won't spend too much time on my Denver Broncos. You've heard me over the five-game winning streak, and we've talked about where they're going and what they're doing. I've told you I don't think they're going to be a massive 
all of a sudden magical run team. I've already said that. I do think they can stay in the hunt, which, by the way, they are. Lost yesterday. Not a good game. I knew it was going to happen sometime. This magical run's going to, you know, wind down sometime. The five-game winning streak snapped. They still were in the game late with a chance to win at the end. I still think the play calling's a mess. I still think it's there's some bad play calling there. They look confused on the last play. Nonetheless, a turnover, a loss. Broncos are 6-6, six and six, still in the hunt, just a game back of the wild card, okay? That's my synopsis. No panic time. No, dis, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm just disillusioned. I'm just devastated. This wasn't great play calling, clock management. They, they got down early, and then they hung around on the road. It's a competitive team, and that's where my Broncos are in December. Competitive, interesting. They'll be in the mix. Can they make it there? It's something to watch. That's, that's my Broncos segment. End of story. See ya. That's it, okay? All right. <laughs> I had to get that out of the way. Now let's get to this. Let's get to this. I'm going to go the Florida State route here in a minute, okay? We'll go the Florida State route in a minute because I have my perspective on that. And I think some people get it, but I think a lot of people are not getting it, or at least they're not discussing it. Some people get it with the Florida State being out of the top four. Some people are missing it. But I'm going to go to something that happened today in college football, and it's just continuing to happen. I mean, the floodgates are open, and this is absolutely out of control. Today is the day, December 4th. What is today? What's today? No, it's not my sister's birthday. That was yesterday. My sister's a... What's today? The opening of the college football transfer portal. Do you celebrate? How do you celebrate? Well, I could see the way some people are celebrating. Everybody and their mothers getting in the transfer portal. So the transfer portal opens today. And all I've done as I've gotten prepared for the show today is some new player from some major program is getting in the portal. It's not just the guys looking for a better fit. It's the guys looking for a million or two million or three million dollar payday. This is absolutely college football free agency. And I mean, no rules, no regulations, no nothing. So we all think NFL free agency is interesting and Major League Baseball free agency, man, it's interesting. We, we look at who's going to pick up who. There's rules, there's regulations, there's salary um, uh, ramifications, all of those things. In college football, it's an absolute mess. The transfer portal is open, and if you don't believe me, I've just went through it today at all levels. So you could have a great program. You could be mid-tier. You can be FCS. And these are the examples I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out. And so I ask for your solution today, because if you're like me, I don't like the free agency, which is totally out of control. How can you have competitive balance? How can you have a real sport if everybody can do anything? There's no rules on the money. There's no rules on where you can go. It's just an unbelievable floodgate open, and college players can just go every which way looking for the biggest payday. And now with college coaches, nobody feels sorry for the college coaches. Oh, the coaches can leave. 
folks, they're not they're not putting their name into the portal and then asking schools, hey, who's going to pick me up? You guys want to pick me up? People like comparing the coaches that leave to the players that are putting their name in the portal, and they're getting $10 million offers. It's not even close to me. That comparison of coach getting hired by a program and player putting his name in the portal. Let me start with Ohio State. Ohio State, a premier program, has a five-star wide receiver who's in the portal today in their starting quarterback. <laughs> Kyle McCord, over 3,000 yards passing. Did I think McCord was unbelievable for Ohio State? I watched a lot of college football this year. I didn't think he was unbelievable. Pretty good, though. I mean, pretty good. Five-star quarterback. McCord's been the starter at Ohio State all year. Went for over 3,000 yards in that offense with Ryan Day. And now Ohio State is in this position of they can even get somebody better. Ohio State can even get somebody better, they think. Kyle McCord's like, okay, I'll go to the portal and now see what I can get. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's totally out of control. Ohio State's losing top wide receiver, starting quarterback, because they think, I think we can maybe pay and we could get somebody even better. There's no rules. You can pick up anybody. And if you're Ohio State... Hey, man, everybody wants to come here. I hate to break it to everybody. I know Lincoln Keenholz is there at Ohio State. He's not going to be the next starter. I hate to break it to you. Ohio State's not getting rid of Kyle McCord, the starter, with over 3,000 yards to go to Lincoln Keenholz. Just That's just not what is happening today. I know people in South Dakota go, oh, it's Keenholz. Keenholz is going to start. Just let, let's be realistic here, okay? So Ohio State. Now there's Boise State. Boise State just won the Mountain West Championship Saturday. Their quarterback, Taylor Green, they're going to the bowl game. They won the Mountain West. He's out. <laughs> Their starting quarterback, he's got Arkansas calling him. He's got Miami calling him. He's got Cal calling him. So the Boise State quarterback, Taylor Green, he's out. They just introduced their new head coach. They're hiring within at Boise State. How about that for a welcoming ceremony? Introduce the new coach today. They, they hire within to keep their players there. And the starting quarterback, Taylor Green, he's out. And then one more. North Dakota State, all the way down to the FCS. North Dakota State wins against Montana State Saturday by one. They're getting into the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs. And they have to have a meeting last night with donors to raise more money so their players don't leave in the playoffs. There is a solution to this, I think. I've got it, but I don't know if it's realistic. Thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead. Well, well, well. What did Steve say years ago when that came out? What did you say? What did you say? NIL. It's a joke. You came (laughs) in with no regulation, and now now everybody wants to go, oh, something's wrong. And I'm going to say something to upset the pair of people. But you didn't want to do anything, Steve, right? You didn't want to do anything, right? I was happy with giving Billy a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. I really don't care because it's been happening since the beginning of time. I really didn't care. See, but that's not good enough anymore. They want millions, but we still have to. We still got to have some rules. Is my point, and there's none. There's zero. Okay, to all my peer friends. Well, I told you last year. 
He's going to go to Ohio State. He's a good quarterback, and he'll be the scout team practice player. Oh, but he played this year. He teased him this year. He'll tease him again next year. Lincoln, if he was smart, he'd book. Because that kid, I've been on this Ohio Buckeye page. They even let me on, Nate. They know I hate the Buckeyes. (laughs) But they still let me in. They're saying we love this kid. Well, they do. They do, actually. Yes. But, but, but. It's not the fans. It's the coaches. Okay? they The fans love. The coaches like. So, Lincoln, trust me. Nebraska, you can go to 100 different schools. They'll take you in a heartbeat, and you'll probably play. Do you think Next. he should give that a try? I honestly wonder. Like, hey, transfer to Nebraska? I, do. I don't I know. I do. I, I mean, I'm hearing reports from ex-players for the Buckeyes that are on this Buckeye page. They, they wanted him to see more action this year so they could get a uh, good play, you know, uh, game read on him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, these guys weren't stars that are on the Buckeye page, but they're legitimate former players that started. Right. I'm, I'm with you on Keenholz. I don't think he's going to be the guy at Ohio State. I don't know where no. he ends up. But uh, Secondly, the only guy that lost yesterday was the head coach of the Denver Broncos. All right. All right, I, I'm I'm with you here. I mean, did he? I, I'm just wondering. You should uh, ask uh, Stokely or whatever his name is. <laughs> ask him if uh, if he was hanging out with Matt Rule last week because that game management and the game clock in the last three minutes, Nate. That's what cost your Broncos from that victory. Yeah. When I see three receivers, even even the Homer Denver announcers on the TV every week, you know. They think they're, yeah, they're all. So, <laughs> okay, come on. Okay. They're like, what are those three receivers doing? They don't know what they're doing. No, they're they didn't know the there. plays. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whose fault is that, Nate? It ain't, it ain't the guy I love the dog. It's Sean Payton. No, I know. I, I'm with you on that. I, I haven't liked the play calling, but um, and finally it bites them a little bit in crunch time. Yeah, right. and the sad part is this whole transfer portal, 11 players, and these people are like, well, he was a six-string, and this guy that played at Ohio State goes, we don't have six-string, you know? He goes, no, they're going, they're moving, and I want to throw one last thing out. <laughs> Texas lose to Oklahoma. Yep. Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State. Texas beats Oklahoma State right. ranked, what, 18th or 22nd? Right, right. Okay, I could, Florida State got robbed. Oh, you think so? So should Florida State have taken Texas' spot? Who's Texas? They lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma's ranked what, Nate? You're you're making some good sense today, Steve. I, I don't mind this. I'm on my meds, Nate. I, my, med, <laughs> my meds kicked in. Okay. Yeah, I like this. I actually think everybody's giving Texas a pass. I'm not so sure on that. I'm not so sure. No, I'm not. And, you know, here's the sad part. Now, you know, I spent a lot of years. My first family home for three decades was Georgia, okay? I got to meet Herschel Walker, Vince Dooley, the whole nine yards. But here's the team. I'm just going to say Alabama was ranked fifth last week. Oh, they were a little lower, but, yeah. Okay, six, seven, eight. Yep. Okay, so they lose by three points. First loss in three years. Right. And now they're gone, Georgia. Now, now they're just now gone. Now they're gone. Right. Here's the kicker. 
and it won't happen because it won't. But the Florida State fans and Georgia fans, because I'm on their webpage too, they're like, you know what? They should just stand in the tunnel and not run out onto the field and make ESPN explain oh. to them <laughs> how they didn't get on. But, but Texas, come on. All right. We lost All Oklahoma. Right. No, I'm, I think you make a good point on that. That's not bad. So do I think Georgia should have been? I'm kind of biased with Georgia. I don't know how you can top Alabama because you lost to them. Yeah, they okay. just beat them. Yep, yep. But Florida State, how do you keep an ACC champion? That's like saying Nate Texas lost that number two for the rest of the year in the championship game last weekend. No, I got, so, I got you. I got so you. So why? I mean, shouldn't we penalize Texas because that guy's important to that team? All right, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, the good thing is. They should have, I mean, the sad thing is they should have went to either an 8 or a 16 like they do for state high school. One plays 16, one plays 8. Well, we're gonna, at least we get 12 now. Next year, 12. We yeah, get 12. Five. All right, man. Thanks. <laughs> right, I appreciate day, it. Um, thanks for getting in. So, so I'm going to get to this Florida State thing because it's, uh, it's hot button, right? It's hot button. I have my perspective on Florida State. And I think, as I said, I think some people are getting that. Some people get it. I think some people are missing it. They're just looking at football. Um, I think there's bigger uh, things at play there. Last one on this transfer portal. Transfer portal opened today. Every program's losing players, and it's an absolute free-for-all. Does it, does it, I mean, is this, do we just accept it? I guess we just have to accept it? Some people say, well, it's just it is what it is. I mean, this is crazy. Until you actually lose a great player on your team that you have passion for, you have to realize what's going on here. Like my guy, Matt Kearney. I mean, he's who we're working this afternoon. I said, hey, Kearney, you lost your quarterback. He's a Boise State fan. He's been a Boise State fan. I said, you lost your quarterback today. He's upset. He's upset. See, until it hits you, you're just like, well... It is what it is. No, it's 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 bad. It's a terrible system. So my um, answer is this to the to the transfer portal. Why do we open it today? Would it help at all, guys, to keep this thing closed through the end of the bowl season? Would it help at all if the NCAA? They have all sorts of rules. They love rules. The NCAA loves rules. Why don't they have a rule that you've got to keep this transfer portal closed? Maybe that would help button it up a touch. I know things are going to get loose. You're going to talk to players. You're going to talk behind the scenes. I, I get that. But do we have to have a free-for-all before the FCS playoffs or even in the semis? I mean, you got FCS teams like North Dakota State. They could lose players right here now, and nobody cares. And the kids are going to go after what? The money. <laughs> it's, I'm not picking on the kids. The system's unbelievably flawed. The NFL has a rule. You can't be hiring coaches until their team's out of contention. That's it. You can't be hiring coaches until their team is done here and the playoffs conclude. That's it. And the NCAA, we open up the transfer portal today. 
And you can sign with teams December 20th. That's the early signing now, December 20th. Well, you got to get in there and got to get ready for spring ball. It used to be February. February used to be the signing date. That was the one time throughout the year you get the new players, the new class, the transfers, and it seemed okay. It seemed just fine. Why couldn't we do it like that? We bumped up the signing periods, and coaches get a jump on it now. Now they're recruiting through the holidays, and the transfer portal opens up December 4th, and you got teams that are contending. I mean, Ohio State's going to have nobody left for this bowl game. And it's like, oh, what do they care? They're going to have nobody left. Between guys going to the transfer portal and NFL players, Ohio State's going to be a shell of itself. It was the most ridiculous thing. Could we not put in a rule? NCAA loves rules. I believe something like that has to be done. This is the worst, one of the worst days I've seen as far as players uh, getting into the portal from big-time programs because there's, there's now more money out there, and they know it. Nobody realized it the last year or so. It's like, well, there's, there's some money getting ramped up. Now the collectives have ramped up meaning the NIL collectives. So there's millions and millions. And so now the players know it. So even if the player doesn't have an opportunity to go somewhere, I'm going to put my name on the portal today because I think I'm going to be get uh, a bunch of offers. And this could change my life. I mean, it's amazing. From major programs to mid-tier to FCS. And I think you got to do something. The NCAA, maybe they like it like this. They shouldn't. It looks like an absolute mess. From a team sports perspective, there's no longer any more teams. It's look at me. It's what can I do for myself. There's no more team culture, no more team buy-in, no more team all the way through to the end. This is a brotherhood. You, you like that. And by the way, my biggest pet peeve today, can I give that to you? Every one of these kids that goes into the transfer portal today, UNLV quarterback, Boise State quarterback, UNLV quarterback's the freshman of the year in the Mountain West. Freshman of the year, and he's gone. Boise State quarterback, great player, gone. Ohio State quarterback, <laughs> over 3,000 yards, he's gone. Because Ohio State, I think they think they're going to get somebody even better. So they say, hey, Kyle, thanks for playing. See ya. Um, the biggest problem I have, and it just drives me nuts, Every one of the kids goes on and they put this little letter together and they say, I, I so enjoyed the brotherhood. I so enjoyed my teammates. Thanks to Coach Day. Thanks to, oh, this is such a great opportunity. And then at the end they say, that being said, I'm going to the portal. Just forget it. Just bag it. Forget the love letters. There is no love letter. If you're going to the portal, see ya. Good, good night. Have a good day. I don't want to see any more of the love letters. God. I'm looking at all, every single one of the kids asks, thanks to Boise State, thanks to UNLV, thanks to North Dakota State for the opportunity. Oh, it's such a great experience. I'll, I'll forever be a Buckeye. No, you won't. You're gone. And you don't give a crap, so don't put that stuff in there anymore. All right, that's my last thing on that. Uh, we're coming right back with Thor Nystrom, college football analyst, also covers the Vikings. Betting pros, NFL, college football, and score north. Thor Nystrom getting us started next. This is South Dakota's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Get ready for winter driving and save on top tire brands at Pomp's Tire Service. Through December 22nd, save up to $110 instantly with purchase of four select Firestone tires. Save up to $120 instantly with purchase of four select Bridgestone tires. Or get up to $340 in rebates on a set of four select Goodyear tires. Hurry to Pomp's and save up to $340. Offers end December 22nd. Subject to credit approval, see store for details or visit pompstire.com. Pomp's, we know tires and service. You should know Pomp's. All right, Rapid City, a big announcement from one of my favorite places, Poor 54 downtown. If you're looking for the best happy hour, they've got it. It starts at 3 p.m. with $3 domestic taps and street tacos. Then at 4, $4 South Dakota brewed taps. Then at 5, it's $5 all taps and Detroit-style pizzas on special. Again, it's the Beat the Clock happy hour at Poor 54 from 3 to 6. Poor 54, downtown Main Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until 8 p.m. tonight. A wind advisory continues until 8 p.m. tonight. Mainly clear tonight with lows around 27. Westerly winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly cloudy skies expected tomorrow, high of 54. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows around 41. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 43. Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet is looking for a few experienced service technicians to join our team. We have immediate openings, and we're offering top-of-the-market per-hour pay and performance bonuses. Plus, you get paid training, paid time off, a matching 401k, and health, dental, and vision insurance. Join us, and you'll work with state-of-the-art equipment and state-of-the-art facilities. Apply in person to Jeremiah Jackson at Denny Mental Rapid Chevrolet or apply on Indeed.com. Hi, I'm Bill of Wirefree USA. If you're looking for internet, TV, security systems, or cell booster systems, why would you look at a company that only gives you one choice for each of these systems? Wirefree USA offers it all. Viasat, Hughes, CenturyLink, Dish TV, DirecTV, Wilson Cell Booster Systems, Ring and Google Nest Security Systems, and now Elon Musk Starlink. Starlink is the newest, the fastest, the strongest, no limit, that's right, no limit, and no contract satellite internet ever made available to all of us in the USA. 605-341-5361. Whatever your home or business needs are, call Wirefree USA for the products and the service. It's a no-brainer. Connect to the future with Wirefree USA at 605-341-5361, 680 North La Crosse Street, Rapid City. We are hometown, we are South Dakota, and we do appreciate your business. 605-341-5361. Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back in on a Monday, the Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. Back and ready to go, full week. Here we are. High school basketball starts tonight. Rapid City Stevens Douglas Girls Basketball Live, 7 o'clock tip on Fox Sports Rapid City. Packed show tonight. Play-by-play man for Florida State's joining us live from Tallahassee. Coming up, Jeff Colhane on tonight. Really lucky to get him tonight with a big situation out of Florida State. Voice of the Seminoles, Jeff Colhane live. Straight ahead, hang on. Hey, let's go Thor Nystrom. 
NFL draft, college football, score north, Vikings. He's got it all. Betting pros and score north analysts as well. Find him on Twitter at ThorKU. Thor Nystrom back in on the Nate Brown Show. Thor, good to have you. How are you? I'm doing great, Ned. How are you? Doing good, man. Thanks for hopping in. Um, I'll ask you, I've got the Florida State play-by-play man coming up, so he's going to give me um, their perspective on this. But I'm going to get yours on it. Florida State's out, and everybody's going every which way here. Where do you stand? Yeah, I know he'll give that perspective, so I'll give the perspective of the public. The committee made the right decision. If, if you put Alabama and Florida State on a neutral, you're just talking about those two teams, Alabama would have been favored by double digits, taking on Tay Rodemaker. So it comes down to do you want the best product out there or you know, do you want to default to uh, you know, what, what other people think that they should have done. But th- there's an injury thing as part of the committee's criteria. If you lose a player and, and your team's not as good or you lose a coach and, and it affects your, your team quality, that's something that they are allowed to bake in. So Alabama is the better team than Florida State right now. I, I haven't been, you know, I'm not the biggest Alabama fan, but, I, you know, you want to put the best product out there. So I thought they made the right call. Okay. It, why is Texas getting the free and clear on this? I'm not so sure on them. I get it that they beat Alabama. They lost to Oklahoma. Why did we forget about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you you had the weird thing of Texas had the trump card on Bama. Bama had the trump card on Georgia. And so, yeah, I mean, you sort of had to put Texas above Alabama, but yeah, you know, you you can you can broaden out the resumes and everything like that, but you you, you put Alabama in over Texas or seat them above Texas when Texas beat them on their home field, controlled most of that game. That that wouldn't have been right. So I I, I think that's what that's all about, and and that's why it shook out how it did. Okay, you give me your you're on betting pros. You give me your line on. I'm just going to throw this one out. Georgia, Texas. That, that's what I mean. Like, Georgia falls off the map because they lose on Saturday. Who? What's that line, Georgia-Texas? My line would have been on a neutral Georgia minus 2.3. <laughs> there you go. So that's interesting. What happens, Thor, right, is the committee goes, well, you lose late, and it's always been that way. You lose late, and it kills you. Is that the deal? That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Georgia had the the big opportunity there. They botched it, and then Texas absolutely dropped the hammer on Oklahoma State. Of course, Georgia was playing a better opponent, you could argue, for sure, but then you could just as easily argue Texas beat that better opponent, not on a neutral field, but in Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, that, that's how Kirby Smart, they got pushed you know, down from one to six, which we've never seen that before. But we've also never seen a playoff field this deep. We've also never seen you know, a team that, that dropped from Jordan Travis to a Tay Rodemaker. You know, people bring up that Cardell Jones season, you know, whatever. Cardell Jones is a really good uh, quarterback, you know, at least collegiate quarterback. Yeah. You know, whereas Tay Rodemaker and certain, you know, the other kid, I, I don't want to beg on him because he's a true freshman. He shouldn't even be playing right now. But Tay Rodemaker, we've seen his work the last couple of years. He's not good. Uh, so, you know, if, if, if it's me, I'm pointing the finger back at Florida State and saying, why didn't you pick up a veteran backup quarterback in the portal last offseason? I, I think it has more to do with that than what respective conferences that they're from and and all the politicking and stuff like that. If, if, if you know, if, if people felt better about the backup quarterback, what they'd seen of him the last four years, Rodemaker been there for four years, I, I, I think it could have been different. But, yeah, it's just the way it shook out. Okay, one more on the playoff field as it's set. Thor Nystrom's on tonight. Betting pros, also uh, score north, covers the Vikes. Um, 
the the playoff field. What do you think of the lines? Michigan, Alabama, and Texas favored over Washington. What do you think of the games? Um, I got so my line on the Michigan Alabama is Michigan minus three point eight. I, I kind of knew that the, the public was going to be on Alabama. That's what's pushing that line close to pick them. So I'm, I will be on Michigan in that game. I'm waiting, though, um, you know, try to get the best number on it because I, I think that's going to be a pick them pretty soon. And then as, as far as the other one, I, I think the line's correct. My, my line's uh, Texas minus 4.5. I'm sorry, 4.8. Right now in the market, it's 4.5. That one just comes more down to the handicap, and it's a fascinating one because Texas' biggest trump card, it's their defensive front and their ability to shut down any run game. So Dylan Johnson from Washington, he's been playing well, but he he's going to get erased here. But Texas has a defensive weakness against the pass, and it's going to come down to can Michael Penix play like he did the first four or five weeks, or is it going to be more like we saw you know in November, right down down the stretch there when Penix was struggling? Lots going to come down there, but there was a lot of speculation that Penix was banged up before. Um, you know, the, now he gets a month to get healthy. They got back their number two receiver for the last game. Or actually, last two games, he came back for the Apple Cup, Jalen McMillan. So now you got the three stud receivers back. I think that was a part of the reason the passing attack was playing down a bit. But yeah, can that Washington offense exploit the Texas pass defense? It's The whole handicap comes down to that question. Thor Nystrom on tonight talking college football. Hey, the, the portal opens today. And it's just been nonstop on my feed yeah. getting ready for the show. This guy, this guy, this guy. It's programs like Ohio State, Boise State, uh, UNLV. I mean, so so it's hitting everybody. Is this what we have to be um, get used to, or does there need to be a change? This is free agency, Thor. And we love free agency in the NFL. There's rules. There's none here. Is this okay? It, yes, I mean, it, to me, it's a treat. I, you know, I, I love that we give free agency in college football to be frank, and that the kids get compensated, and that there's not restrictions on their movement. You know, outside of the the second transfer before you graduated, which you know came to the forefront with the Tez Walker thing, and that's fair enough, right? Like the NCAA saying, before you graduate, we'll give you one free transfer. Um, the second one, you know, no. The Tez Walker thing was weird because, you know, of course, he hadn't played at the, the quote-unquote second school that he, that he went to, whatever, you know, as far as that transfer went. But, um, like, to me, this is great. Um, as, as someone that follows the sport, I love it. It adds an extra layer for sure. And like you mentioned, there's so many quarterbacks hitting the portal uh, today, you know, and, and have announced over the past week, whatever, that they were going to enter today. We got some big ones. Um, and it's fascinating to see sort of behind the curtains because it seems like, for instance, today Ryan Ryan Day told Kyle McCord, uh, "You can leave. Uh, we're going to get a better quarterback." Right. Then it seems like, yeah, D- Dylan Gabriel he he might have his mind made up already of where he wants to go. Because it's kind of weird him leaving Oklahoma, but there's been speculation about Mississippi State there following the offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, who got hired as head coach there. There's been speculation that he, you know, Washington or Oregon might be looking at Dylan Gabriel, maybe even USC. A lot of teams have, you know, like last year, a lot of the quarterbacks we thought could enter the draft, they came back. But now this year, you're losing, college football is going to be losing way more quarterbacks to the NFL because those guys' uh, eligibility has expired now. You know, the Bonexes, the Michael Penixes, uh, different guys like that. And so, you know, there's just a whole bunch of schools that need to plug holes. And now people are finally starting to get the free agency aspect of it. Even the dinosaur uh, Dabo Sweeney is offering guys in the portal now. So we have entered a whole new world, but I, I, I love it as a college football fan. Okay, so this is interesting now. Over 80 quarterbacks, though, are in the portal right now. And I said starting the show, there's more guys going in, I believe, today 
because there is more money organized now than there was the last year and a half. Is that accurate? It, it, it's got to be about money opportunities. That's definitely a part of it. Um, you know, opportunity for some of the other guys, even beyond that, uh, bigger showcase. You know, you, you have this thing now of, like, the, the best D3 players are moving up to D2. The best D2 players are moving up to the FCS. The best FCS players are moving up to the, you know, into the, the FBS. So it's, it, it's sort of like, uh, you know, the fish uh, swimming upstream once, once you sort of prove it, trying to give yourself a better shot at the NFL. The NIL money certainly is a factor. But it's not just like a free payday for everybody. The players take a risk when they enter there because the schools don't have to honor their scholarships anymore. So, if, you know, you have a kid that enters the portal and then the school goes and plugs the hole and the kid wants to come back because he doesn't have any suitors, the, the school can say, tough luck, kid. You, yeah. you entered the portal. So it's an equation on both sides of it. It's not just a free paycheck for the players. Okay, last one. Speaking of, you, you mentioned Bo Nix. I just saw this draft uh, uh, prospect. Bo Nix? Um, projected the Vikings? Come on. Come on. Yeah, the, the Vikings have put me through enough in 39 years. If they <laughs> pick Bonix in the first round, I think that might finally be it for me. I might become a, a, a an NFL agnostic. It's it just whatever. Like, But no, Bonix is not a first-round player. I don't even know if he's a second-round player at the end of the day on my board. I know he put up the great numbers this year, but keep in mind that, that kid's 23, 24 years old. He broke the record for most starts because of how long he stuck around. And a very smoke and mirrors Oregon offense. Bo Nix among qualifying quarterbacks was in the, however you want to look at it, top five or low five in terms of A dot. I guess it'd be the bottom five. He, he averaged seven yards on, on his average depth at target. Like I said, there were only three guys that had a lower average depth at target. So he was hitting a lot of these athletes, you know, the, the really good at Troy Franklin, Tez Johnson, the tight ends Oregon has, the couple of running back, Bucky Irving, Jordan James. He was hitting those guys on short hitting concepts, and then it was just yak yardage after that. That's why the interceptions weren't there. That's why the, the accuracy went way up. It was just right after the snap, just boom, you know, a slant or a funnel screen or all this stuff. The, the issue for Bonix going to the next level is he's never proven that he can win downfield. He's never proven that, that standing in the pocket, going through all the different progressions, different stuff like that, it's, it's where he has succeeded. It's a smoke and mirrors offense, and he's at an elevated age. So I don't know what upside you have to tap there. I saw somebody put that projection out. Bo Nix, number 21 uh, to the Vikings. I'm going, oh, boy. Uh, last one, Thor. Give me your Vikings read. Who has a better chance now for the playoffs, Vikings or Packers, honestly? Uh, as much as I hate to say it as a, as a Vikings fan, it's it's the Packers. Uh, you know, they, Josh Dobbs, the pastor not, has turned into a pumpkin. He's the pumpkin not now. Uh, you know, they, they are going to start him this coming week, but uh, the, he could get the hook really quickly. And then, you know, his Mullins going back in. And then if the Viking season starts to go wayward, you lose a couple games, they, they might finish this thing out with Jaron Hall. Just take the L's and see what you got with Jaron Hall. Whereas the Packers are obviously coming on. They, they played well last night. The, the refs didn't play as well last night uh, on both sides. There was all sorts of missed calls and everything. That was an ugly game to watch from that perspective. But Packers have been playing really well, and we'll see if Jordan Love can keep us going. Packers are on a roll. Vikings maybe not going the other way. They're both in the playoff uh uh, mix right now. Thor Nystrom tonight, Score North, also betting pros, covers college football and the NFL draft. Find him at ThorKU on X Twitter. Thor, always good. Thanks, man. 
I appreciate you, Nick. Appreciate your time. Thor Nystrom, one of our favorites. We got him tonight on Fox Sports Rapid City. He's on Twitter, X, at ThorKU. Covers the NFL and college football, and also some Vikings specifically for Score North, live from the Twin Cities. Um, we've got him next from Tallahassee. I think maybe the only radio show to have him. Florida State play-by-play man. He covers the Knowles. Game in, game out. Jeff Colhane, his perspective on Florida State's snub, next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. The Rapid City Rush are back. On December 7th, enjoy a weekday power play. Tickets start at $20, and the game features a selection of 350 domestic beers and seltzers. Then, on December 8th, grab a family four-pack, the perfect combo for family fun. Game presented by Great Clips. Then, a very special game start time on December 9th at 4 p.m. We're kicking off the holiday season with the annual teddy bear toss presented by Black Hills Energy. Bring a stuffed animal to throw onto the ice when the Rush score their first goal. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. Stay warm and relaxed this holiday season with a spa from Splash City. Buy any jacuzzi, American Whirlpool Spa, or Swim Spa and get an instant huge rebate with 0% financing for 60 months. Get your game on this holiday season with Splash City. Buy any Brunswick pool table or shuffleboard and get a free gift. Choose from our selection of ping pong tables, wall racks, or pub table and chairs. Splash City, your destination for fun this holiday season. Splash City on Omaha in Rapid City. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid City. Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in. South Dakota Sports Talk Show Live. Glad you're here as always. Two hours, thought-provoking sports talk. The Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM, 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Right there on your phone, you've got us. Mike McFeely coming up from North Dakota tonight. What's the story with North Dakota State and this big meeting last night? They, they won against Montana State Saturday. They're in the quarterfinals of the playoffs against USD this week. North Dakota State had a big meeting with their collective last night. Mike McFeely coming in, Inforum.com columnist on the way. Frank Schwab live tonight, national NFL writer, Yahoo Sports on tap. First, Jeff Colhane's in. Wow, I appreciate his time. Busy, 
A lot of situation there in Tallahassee. Florida State play-by-play man. Jeff Colhane with, of course, South Dakota Ties. He's been covering the Seminoles, the voice of the Knowles. Game in, game out. Florida State left out of the college football playoff. Jeff Colhane joins us on the Nate Brown Show. Jeff, thanks for coming on. How are you? Nate, how are you doing? Great to, uh, great to talk to you again. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate it. I'm doing good, man. I wanted to ask you, as a play-by-play guy, we'll, we'll get to some of the you know details of the Florida State story and everything. As a play-by-play guy, how emotionally invested are you, Jeff? People may not know. It's like, well, you got to be a pro, but you cover a team, game in, game out, talk to the coaches, the players. How emotional was this uh, for you the last 24 hours? Yeah, Sunday was tough. Uh, and, and to answer your question, very emotionally invested. Uh, it means a lot. You know, um, being the play-by-play voice of uh, any any program or school or, you know, or NFL team, you are you're kind of you're part of the team. And you want that team to win. And you want that team to succeed. And it doesn't mean you're not calling the game uh, fair or honest or the way you see it. But you are, you know, winning is good for business. I'll put it like that. And so it's been a, it's been a great year. It's been a great couple of years in Tallahassee for me. Uh, this team has won 19 games in a row, Nate. And they, they, they put the work in. Uh, Mike Norvell is an amazing coach. He's an amazing person. The entire coaching staff, these are all great guys, great people. And uh, the players, the student athletes, man, they have been they have been fantastic to be around, and and that's why yesterday was tough uh, to, because because you know and you, and still today uh, those young men are going through some uh, some tough times right now. Jeff Colhane on voice of the Florida State Seminoles. He's on Twitter at Jeff Colhane. Covered the Knowles game in game out. Of course, thirteen and zero. Okay, so. What did you think yesterday going into that? Um, how much doubt was there for you and maybe some of the folks within the program? Was there doubt or was it just a shock? Yeah, I, I can't speak for those guys, those people, Nate, uh, quite honestly, but I can tell you how I felt. I, I thought we were going to get in, and maybe I'm naive. I don't know. Uh, I thought 13-0, and no matter how you get there, is good enough to do it. Um, and, and I think – you know, I think the things that have been used and, and used against Florida State, um, I, I see them the other way. Uh, I see them as a great team coming together and rallying to do what they need to do to win games and, and, and rallying behind your second-string quarterback last week, a couple of weekends ago. He gets hurt late in the Florida game and rallying around a true freshman, 18-year-old, who's also missed time this year uh, and has not got a ton of reps and rallying around a guy like Brock Glenn, and they did that. They did that. They won all their games, and they did everything that was asked of them. And I think it's just uh, an unfortunate reminder where, you know, life certainly isn't fair. You, you can do all the right things and work hard and work your tail off, and it doesn't mean you're going to get the result that you want at the end of the day. So, um, I thought we, I thought, and I say we, I thought we were in. Uh, I got a little more nervous as we got closer because there was this mounting national narrative from a lot of people out there uh, that you saw on social media that that said that we were we were not worthy of being in, 
And uh, as we got closer to showtime, I, I certainly was nervous about what was going to happen. Jeff, how big of a deal is it to not have Jordan Travis? That's what everybody's hanging their hat on. They say, well, tough offensive night the other night with the true freshman. That's just not going to get it done. Can't pass it. You know, they won with defense. So no Jordan Travis. It's just a different team. That's what they say, right? Yeah, that's what they said. Uh, you know, and it's true. Uh, we are a different team. But so is everybody else. I mean, nobody's the same. Ask Alabama, are they a different team than they were a week ago against Auburn where they probably should have lost? They would tell you yes. Uh, they would tell you, hey, you know, we didn't play great that night, but we got better last week, and we beat the, the best team coming in in the country who had lost, a, I think, they had a 29-game winning streak, something like that, Georgia, and it's a great win. And so, you know, that that's probably their, you know, their argument for it. So um, there's just a lot of layers to it, uh, Nate, right? And people would be correct. We're not the same offense without Jordan Travis. I think that's that's very obvious. But uh, I go back to, you know, football's different than basketball. Uh, it's different than, you know, losing a pitcher in baseball or an ace. You know, like, uh, you can still win games in the postseason with, without a quarterback. And uh, I think that's the frustration, from one of the many frustrating parts about it. And you know, there's an argument to be had that Jordan Travis isn't even the best football player on our team. Not to take anything away from him, but Jared Verse is a pretty good football player. And Keon Coleman's a pretty good football player. Yeah, right. So Johnny Wilson and Trey Benson and Braden Fisk, who had nine tackles and four and a half TFLs and three sacks against, you know, a great offense in Louisville, who had a pretty good year coming in at 10-2. and two. So um, I get it. I, I, I don't like it, obviously. Uh, I understand that this is this has turned into, you know, we you know, a, a a beauty pageant of sorts where, well, people say we want to see great games and, you know, we want to see the teams that have the big stars playing in them, um, you know, and then the other line is everybody goes back to well, Florida State would be an underdog without Jordan uh, in those games. And the answer to that is, yeah, they would. But so is TCU a year ago right. when they won a game against Michigan. They were seven and a half, eight point underdogs. And guess what? If we would have used that thought process coming into last weekend, we just would have put Oregon in the college football playoff because nobody thought Washington was going to win. Right. And Oregon was a 10 point favorite after even losing to Washington earlier in the year. So, you know, it's just a bunch of people that want to tell you that they're right and they know what's best and they, they think they have all the answers. And um, it, it became a little bit more about that, unfortunately, I feel like, than just a football team doing everything that's asked of them. And they won every single game they played in this year, which is, which is tough. Power 5 team undefeated, not getting to the playoff the first time it's happened with Florida State. Seminal play-by-play man Jeff Colhane covered the Knolls every game. He's here on the Nate Brown Show. A couple more. I'll let you run, Jeff. So, Deion Sanders said today, well, it's also a business. And he said, man, Florida State did a great job. Coach Norvell's great, outstanding. But, but it's a business. What do you think that means? Um, yeah, it's a good question, Nate. I, I, you know, I think there's a little bit of a conversation of, of, you know, money talks and, 
it's more than just about football. And so, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't see that quote from Dion, um, and, and haven't really thought about it that way uh, a whole lot, to be quite honest with you, you know? And so, um, there's obviously a lot of TV money involved in this, right? And so you have some of that, that's, that thought process that's floating around out there with everything that's going on. And, um, there are definitely business components to everything here. And so, you know, there, there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of people that have thoughts on, on why decisions were made uh, overall. And, you know, regardless of what the, the answer is or the decisions that were made, I, I, you know, I just, again, I go back to, um, it's, it was a tough day for the, for the players and coaches and, um, they're going to have to, you know, shift their thought process mentally and get away from this. And, you know, now we're going to play Georgia. Uh, right, we thought we might right. get in the college football playoff. Now we got to shift and, and get ready to play them down in Miami. And, and, and what's a, a great bowl game? What's, uh, you know, the Orange Bowl is an amazing bowl game. And uh, Florida State has a ton of tradition and connection and history to that game. And Florida State won their first national championship with Bobby Bowden back in 1993 in the Orange Bowl. So there's a high level of appreciation for that game from – you know, our fan base and from, from the university. And so, you know, the last 48 hours have been, uh, have been rough, but uh, I can promise you, you know, a lot of people are going to be excited here soon when the dust settles to, to get down there and play in a great game. against a great team in Georgia coming up on December 30th. Let me ask you, uh, Jeff, people talk about the strength of schedule. All oh, the ACC, not as tough. Well, they beat LSU and, and they beat Florida non-conference, but strength of schedule not as tough. Is that a raw deal argument for Florida State? Uh, I mean, the number is what it is, you know. Um, I always look at the strength of schedule in college football as, as one that's used to make your argument when you're trying to, to, to grab it. How, how about the strength of the, the, the rating, the SOR for Florida State, which is third, uh, better than Texas and Alabama? Well, that doesn't get brought up. Uh, very often, you know, everybody has an answer or a number that they that they want to use to make their case, and you know that would be one that that folks, I guess, uh, could use ultimately. You know, at the end of the day, and um, uh, I, I still think Florida State schedule was was more than worthy. I mean, you know, no offense to any group of five leagues, but Florida State did not play a a schedule that like a Liberty, right? That, that let them win all their games. Florida State played LSU and beat them by three touchdowns and held the Heisman Trophy winner in check the first uh, game of the regular season. Um, they played at Clemson. Clemson's a good football team. Yeah. Uh, they played a good Duke team in the middle of the year who was number 15. You know, people, I always look at, I, I think you have to, we, we always look at what the schedule looks at at the end of the year, but I think we need to take into consideration with metrics, you know, what was the ranking of the team when you played them? Because teams change. Uh, everybody says that. Teams change. And so, you know, Duke was a top 15 team when they came into to Tallahassee in mid-October. Um, you beat your, your rivals, Florida and Miami, and did so in Gainesville with a backup quarterback. And then Louisville was the number 15 team in the country, right, last weekend. So there's I, I can make a case for it ad nauseum, Nate, uh, but it's over. There's nothing we can do about it now, right? And um, it's it's definitely frustrating, but 
it, uh, it's it's going to be talked about and remembered, that's for sure, for a long, long time. Last, uh, there's no doubt about it. Last one, I'll let you run. Jeff Colhane on tonight. Great to have him. Play-by-play man for Florida State. Uh, covered the Seminoles on this unbeaten season, 13-0. and Now it's Georgia. You mentioned it. What does Mike Norvell do to get this team ready to go? It's ultimate devastation. They were disappointed yesterday. Now they got to play Georgia. I, I think Georgia's probably disappointed, too. What's the psyche there going into that bowl game? You know what? I'll tell you this. Um, if there's a team and a head coach that can come together and get ready to play after a tough, tough, uh, you know, uh, break yesterday, it's Mike Norvell and this Florida State football team, Nate. Uh, they came back for a reason. They came back to finish this year together. Uh, certainly it's it's going to be uh, a few tough days here to, to get away from the, the you know the cloud that's kind of hanging over our heads right now but I'm telling you this if anybody can get a team ready to go uh, after something like this with adversity it's Mike Norvell and it's this team they have they have responded all year long when faced with bad things with injuries and People telling them they're not good enough, and they've answered the call every single time. Uh, I've got a lot of confidence that they're going to answer it again. And uh, wouldn't it be interesting if Florida State went to Miami and beat Georgia and ended up being the only undefeated team left in college football <laughs> when it was all said and done? Look that out. would be something I'd have a big smile on my face for. Yeah, look out. Uh, there were some AP voters saying, well, I might have to uh, make make a vote for Florida State if that happened uh, today. I saw that. Jeff Golhan, I said that was the last one. Quick, uh, USD, North Dakota State. Bring back your FCS here. USD, North Dakota State, quarterfinals this weekend. You ever thought, yeah. Yeah, I never saw that yeah. coming. Yeah, Kyle fans, uh, they've had a great year. Uh, NDSU has gotten things back on track. What a win for them on a blocked field goal. Hunter Pontius with the lace mar- laces marked in his arms yesterday on Saturday afternoon, right? Uh, great game in the Valley. Uh, I, 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 Kyle fans out west are going to hate me saying this, but I think the Bison are going to go to the Dakota Dome and get oh. another one. Oh, on the all Sorry right. About that, all right. I I know it's going to be a tough one. Jeff, thanks a lot, man. I know it's been a whirlwind here. Thanks for hopping on. I really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Nate. Appreciate thanks a lot, it. Jeff Colhane, South Dakota Ties. Um, now the play-by-play man for Florida State covers the Seminoles. Uh, I've known Jeff over the years. Uh, lucky to get him today. Shot him a message. He said, "Yeah, we can do this." So appreciate him coming on. Very, very emotionally invested. When you're doing play-by-play with a program and a team, game in, game out, you spend a ton of time, you know the inner workings, you know all of the stuff about it. You're in on that. It's like you're a part of the team. Some people that don't realize, like Paul Allen, Vikings, I mean, that guy's part of the team. You can hear it. You can hear it, right? So I wanted to get his perspective. Jeff Colhane, play-by-play man, the voice of the Seminoles. Disappointment for Florida State, big time, today. I'm going to tell you this uh, into the drive at five coming up. I do think there's legitimacy to what some people have said about why Florida State's out. I, I think there's there's major legitimacy to it. I'm going to get to that first. Mike McFeely joins us live from North Dakota. Well, is he going to pick the Bison as well to beat USD? Are the Bison going to be able to hang on to all their players? They had a meeting last night with the collective up there in Fargo. Why did they have to do that? Mike McFeely, live next. 
Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A high wind warning continues until 8 p.m. tonight. A wind advisory continues until 8 p.m. tonight. Mainly clear tonight with lows around 27. Westerly winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Mainly cloudy skies expected tomorrow, high of 54. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night, lows around 41. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 43. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. ago, Americans didn't race across the plains to settle. They pioneered. They toiled and ground the land into the world we know today, creating opportunities, not just for themselves, but for future generations. Don't settle. Pioneer. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Local. Member FDIC. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. In South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Monday, lively day today. Just went down to Tallahassee, talked to the play-by-play man from Florida State. Tough 24 hours for the Seminoles. Jeff Colhane joined us moments ago. If you missed some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every interview, every guest, every segment right there. You can listen when you can. Download it. If you can't join us live, 4 to 6. The Nate Brown Show podcast with Jeff Colhane moments ago. Play it by play man at Florida State. Hey, he was up there in North Dakota State for a while. Covered the Bison. Let's go to a guy covering the Bison now. In the quarterfinals, they beat Montana State by one on the road in Bozeman. Now it's NDSU and USD. Mike McFeely back on tonight. Inforum.com columnist. Mike, good to have you again. How are you? I'm doing well. The name Jeff Culhane is a, as you mentioned, a familiar name in Fargo Morad. He did a great job uh, being the play-by-play guy for the Bison for several years, replacing the legendary Scott Miller, who sadly passed away in 2016. And so it's uh, it's just uh, Culhane does a great job. He uh, got that job at Florida State, and boy, 
What a gig. You're covering a team. They go 13-0. and um, What's the Mike McFeely read? You're an FCS guy, but give me your FBS. Is Florida State, did they get a raw deal or not? Which side are you on? Oh, of course they did. It's all set up by television, Nate. You know that. That's why <laughs> television is they, – they, they pull all the strings. And it's a when business? It comes to conference realignment, and they pull all the strings when it comes to bowl games, and it's uh, they, they pull all the strings when it comes to – to the national championship playoffs. So I can't wait to get to 12 teams. I know that uh, there's going to be some blowouts in the early rounds, but who cares? It's better than four teams, and we would not be having this discussion. All right. I did say it is a business. There's no doubt. And somehow they wanted Michigan against Alabama instead of Michigan and Florida State. Somehow. I I just don't know how that happened. But, okay, uh, let's go to this. What a win for North Dakota State. You covered it. Bozeman, Montana. What was that atmosphere like? A one-point win, blocked extra point. How did NDSU yeah, it, get that done? Well, I mean, they they they. It was two evenly matched teams, and you know, we all thought that this year was the year when NDSU was down significantly from the peak of their powers just a few years ago. And I think any reasonable observer of NDSU over the years, for the last ten or fifteen years, would say that there was certainly some holes that the Bison have this year that they haven't had in the past. Um, but they're good enough in FCS to be still be one of the top, I think, four or five teams, maybe one of the top two or three teams. And they happen to uh, play a pretty clean game against Montana State. And as often happens, and I don't know if you and I have talked about this before, but whenever North Dakota State plays a Big Sky Conference team, even the good ones, NDSU always seems to be able to run for a lot of yards. And even though the Bison have struggled in the power running game this year, for the most part, they still rush for about 300 yards and a couple of long touchdowns, and they gashed the Bobcats up front when it mattered. And uh, when you do that, when you give up 300 yards rushing to NDSU, it's awfully tough to win. And that was the case again this time. And a hero, by the way, a backup offensive lineman who never plays. He, like, never gets on the field. They made up a special play for him. Hunter Pontius is the young man's name. He went in the game and he took a six foot eight frame and leaped as high as he could and blocked the low extra point kick by the Montana State kicker. And Fargo is suddenly again interested in NDSU football. Yeah, you and I have talked a lot about how bored people have been with Bison football, and that is true. But when you win a, a tough road game in a great atmosphere against a high-level FCS opponent like they did this weekend, suddenly, Nate, suddenly, people are really interested in the Bison again. Yeah, and this game this weekend is interesting to me. I want to get to it. USD taking on North Dakota State. Mike McFeely on tonight covers the Bison in Forum.com. I want to go to this side story, though. This is an interesting side story. People in the Black Hills may not know it. So yesterday... The collective for North Dakota State sounds like they had like a get-together, kind of a rah-rah fundraising, hey, we need to do this. I've been seeing reporting from you guys that there were players there, and the portal, transfer portal, opens up today. What's going on with this collective meeting? Did they have to get some bucks handed out or promised here? What's going on? Well, it's there's been... Rumors and word for the last week or two that that some of the the top NDSU players have been not directly contacted by major FBS programs, 
but you know through a person who is connected to this person who's connected to that person there's been some contact made and it's nothing new in FCS I know that Tucker Kraft the great linebacker for South Dakota State last year openly talked about a power program in FBS contacting him and offering him like $50,000 in NIL money or something to go yeah, play tight for end, that tight end. program. Yeah, 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 tight end, yep, absolutely. Um, NDSU players in the past have been contacted. Christian Watson was openly recruited by FBS schools. Uh, Dylan Radence, uh, an offensive lineman now in the NFL, was recruited by FBS programs while he was at NDSU. So it's nothing new. It's just that now with the NIL and with these collectives and with the transfer portal, Everything kind of came together in the last couple of weeks that word was kind of getting around behind the scenes that there were some top-level FCS players at NDSU being offered big bucks by some FBS schools to go play for them. And it turned out last night that this, not an emergency meeting by the NIL Collective in Fargo, but certainly a an urgent meeting that... Um, there's been a $250,000 offer made to one of NDSU's players, and a couple other players have gotten six-figure offers by major FBS programs. And so I think the collective people uh, just kind of sent out the bat signal and said, "Let's we got to talk about this, donors and, and big money people and, and you know billionaires and millionaires. We need to talk about what we can do, if anything, to try to you know get something in these kids' pockets in the NIL, which is legal, um, to to you know try to keep some of these kids in Fargo. Wow, what's your perspective on that, Mike? I, I mean, you, you asked me three years ago this type of stuff would happen. I think it'd just be crazy. Now we're trying to have to maybe raise six figures and more to give to some well, players it, it, to make I, a I mean, run. I, you know, I mean, all the, there was three NSU coaches there last night who spoke. Two NSU coaches there last night who spoke. The head coach in football, Matt Ensign, the basketball coach in Dave Richmond. And they said, I think, what we all feel, that it, it, I mean, it's not the greatest thing. I mean, it it doesn't feel right, necessarily, that you're having to raise money to pay college kids. But the reality is, is that it's the reality. I mean, this is the real world. It's it's happening. It's not going away. It's only going to grow. And so you can either accept that and just sort of go, well, I, I don't think it's great, but... You know, it, it is existing, and so to survive in college athletics at the level at which NDSU wants to compete, they have to sort of join the circus, and that's what they're trying to do. The collective was started about six months ago, I okay. think. Okay, okay. So they're just trying to, it wasn't like last night they said, we have to have a collective. They've had one building for the last six months. It's just that last night's meeting was sort of a, you know, we, there's things happening. When right. the portal opening Monday morning, Maybe we need to address this. Look, there were seven NDSU players there, football players there last night. Um, they're all really good. I presume that some of them are some of the ones being offered NIL money. Uh, the head coach, Matt Entz, wouldn't say who they were. The players wouldn't say who they were. Yeah. But one of the players stood up. Uh, he's a safety, a great safety, the top-rated safety in the country in all of college football, according to Pro Football Focus, Cole Wisniewski. And he said, look, I mean, it's... The reality is that this is real life. It's, you know, we are being offered, we the players he's talking about collectively, are being offered a lot of money to go to some of these schools and to pretend it doesn't exist 
just doesn't work anymore. And yeah. so if NDSU doesn't want to continue to lose players to the transfer portal, and by the way, it's not just NDSU. Right. Just players leaving all, it's SDSU, it's UND, it's, it's everybody. Um, if you don't want to keep losing players to the portal, you're going to have to try to find something that you can do for these players. And Cole was definitely just said, this is just real life. It's, it's, if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but it's, it's real life. Amazing. It is amazing. Uh, Mike McFeely on. Before I let you run, Mike, give me your read here. Jeff Colhane, I asked him for the winner. I said, hey, you're out of the FCS world, but give me the winner, NDSU or USD, as ties to both. Jeff said, the Bison go into the Dome and win. What do you say? Yeah, I think that's kind of the that's kind of the vibe up here. I think that there was a lot of trepidation in Fargo about NDSU going into Montana State, but I I, I just think that they're, the Bison are playing better now. I think they probably like their chances better going to South Dakota than they like going to Montana State, and so I have to agree with Cal Hagen. I if I had to bet five bucks, I would bet that the Bison are going to win, and the bookies agree. The uh, the gamblers agree. They. They have the Bison favored by six and a half. Uh, this last line I saw, which is an odd six and you know, a half to be a, oh. to be a, to be a quarterfinal favorite. You know, one of the rare teams that did that was South Dakota State a couple of years ago at Villanova. But Villanova wasn't as good, I don't think, as USD is. But I I like the Bison chances. They didn't play well last time. Uh, they're playing better. They're healthy. I just they're just playing with more confidence. They just look like the Bison more than they have in past years, even though they're not a dominant team. And so I'm going to take the Bison to uh, beat the Yotes in the Dakota Dome on Saturday. Inforum.com, Mike McFeely on tonight. He'll be covering it. Find him on Twitter, X at McFeely underscore Inforum, and his work there at Inforum.com. Mike, always good. Thanks for hopping on. You betcha. Anytime. Appreciate it. Mike McFeely on the Nate Brown Show tonight. Covers North Dakota State and the FCS. Inforum.com, live from Fargo. How about that? I mean, um... The North Dakota State Collective, the NIL Collective, they they raise money to pay the players. They had a a meeting last night before the transfer portal opens today. They had a meeting last night, and at that meeting they said, there's players in North Dakota State getting $250,000 offers. Numerous, okay, six-figure offers. So I got to take a step back here and say, what would you do as a college player? I just talked to a college player yesterday from yesteryear. Okay, like my brother back in the day, played in the 90s back over at Wyoming. What would my brother do if somebody offers him $100,000? I, I, I think he's taking that. <laughs> what would you do? So I'm a big team guy, culture guy, program guy. It's about being here and being part of the team, not look at me, not all about me. 150, 250K college kids, we're all taking it. Unless you come from money, we are all taking it. My issue is not with the players. It's with the no rules, no regulations, no guardrails, a total free agent mess. So now every player and their mother can go to the transfer portal. There's over 4,000 players in the portal today. It's day one. There's over 4,000 in the portal today. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And now North Dakota State, even at the FCS level. Hey, it sounds like yesterday they talked at that collective meeting. We got to get with it. Meaning like we have a collective for six months. Well, we got to get with it. 
We can't let these North Dakota State play. And, and my issue is the NCAA lets it happen right in the middle of the FCS playoffs, right in the middle of you get ready for the bowl game, the college football playoff. I still contend to this day, when the playoff expands next year to 12 teams and the FBS, 12 teams, there will be a playoff team losing players to NIL, the portal. They're going to be in the playoff. Oh, well, it's all about winning and all about being in the playoff, right? That's what they say. They will lose their players. It will happen. Even teams in the playoff, they're going to lose their players to money offers if the NCAA doesn't get this figured out, meaning you've got to move this portal date back. You've got to move the portal transfer portal date back. You're just going to ruin the entire postseason experience. All right. Into the drive at 5 on a Monday. Does the NFL actually need to seriously, seriously look at making a substantial change with their officiating? We'll discuss next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Hey, Black Hills, the highly anticipated Box Elder Event Center is now open. The Box is the Midwest's newest and most innovative facility that makes any event a cut above the rest. The Box is the place to host your next sports event, but sports aren't the only thing they can host. With a world-class banquet team and catering kitchen, the Box can turn into the perfect space for any of your meetings, conventions, or receptions. The Box is ready to host your event. Get started at thebox.live. Expand your tool set with professional power tools from Menards. Metabo represents the gold standard in nailers and cordless power tools. Whether you're at home or on the job site, tackle any building project with Metabo. Power tools make great gifts. Grab the cordless 18-gauge brand nailer, ideal for trim work and molding installation, now on sale for $199.99. Sale price good through December 11th. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. How many of you are making 5% APY on your free checking account? Yes, your checking account. Head on over to Highmark Credit Union and we'll make it happen. That's 5% on your checking account up to $10,000. Qualifications apply, but it's worth it. Whether you're looking for a high rate of return, cash back, or just basic checking, we'll make it happen. You can even get refunds on ATM withdrawal fees nationwide or a cool debit card featuring the Stevens Raiders or Central Cobblers. Learn more at HighmarkFCU.com or stop by at any of our branches and earn big. KIMM Rapid City and K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. 
Do you find yourself in a difficult legal situation? Whether it's a DUI, criminal charges, or an injury case, you need the right lawyer on your side. That's where Wrench Law comes in. With over 30 years of experience, Tim Wrench is a trial lawyer who knows the ins and outs of the legal system. Tim specializes in helping people in a jury trial get the best possible outcome for the case. Don't let legal troubles get in the way of your life. Contact Wrench Law today and get the help you need to move forward. Wrench Law, who you need when you're caught in a bind. Call 605-341-1111. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting heard weekdays, 10 to 1 on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. South Dakota Sports Talk Show back on a Monday. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show live, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Also bring us up on Twitter, X right now, watching on online. You can watch us there, at Nate Brown Show, and also on YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. So you've got us the drive at 5 on this windy Monday. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. At Summit, great selection, pre-owned vehicles. Stacy and Matt working hard to get the selection for you. And then it's the Summit Difference car buying built around you with the right financing for you and your family. Take a look, summitautogrp.com. Start on your phone at the inventory. They've got it. And then experience the Summit Difference, summitautogrp.com. Frank Schwab joining us live. Hang on. NFL National Writer on Week 13 in the NFL, yahoosports.com. Frank Schwab in next. I'm going to go to this NFL topic right now. A lot, lot of stuff to hit on tonight. Talking a lot of college football, FBS, FCS, college football playoff, the whole thing. I got to go NFL because I'm watching that game last night. You guys did too, right? Big game last night. Packers, Chiefs. So, I'm not a Chiefs fan. You all know this. Okay, this is well documented. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a Chiefs fan. I like when the Chiefs lose. I love when the Chiefs lose. The Chiefs got robbed last night because of the pass interference missed call at the end. There's just no question about it. So, so there's no arguing about it at all. There was defensive pass interference on the Packers. It happened at about whatever it was, the five-yard line. And it would have set up the game first and goal for the game. I don't know if the Chiefs would have won first and goal from the six or five. Pretty good chances. They didn't get the opportunity. The referee missed the call. It was blatant. It wasn't even, this isn't arguable, okay? There's no arguing, well, yeah, he didn't get there early. He, he was on his back, and he got there early. It was a bad missed call. They say, wait, wait, Nate. Before that, there was a personal foul against the Packers. That should have never been called when they hit Mahomes right before he got to the sideline. Oh, I agree. I agree. Totally agree. So you had bang, bang plays, which were missed big time. Personal foul against the Packers, which was bad. Gave them 15 yards. Got him inside Packers territory. That's a killer. When you, you just can't hit quarterbacks anymore. So don't get me started on that. I've already discussed that last couple of weeks. And I, I've said, we're getting to that line where it's going over the line. You can't hit quarterbacks hard anymore. It doesn't matter if you hit them up high, wherever. You can't hit them hard anymore. It's a penalty. 
You hit them hard, it's a penalty. So, so Packers got hosed on that, but then it was a bang-bang play again. The pass interference missed. Huge call, huge, and the Chiefs got hosed. So what do we do about this? People say there's got to be a way to have an NFL ref as a sky judge. Have another official up in the booth watching the feed that you and I are seeing last night. I've heard people talk about, hey, we've got to be able to do that. So I think it's legitimate. But guess what? I'm going to answer my own question. I cannot be changing calls like that from an NFL sky judge. You know why? Not every call is going to be like those. So when are you guys going to let the sky judge make the call? Is the sky judge the ultimate judge? Judge, jury, executioner in this case? Is the NFL sky judge? If we go to the sky judge and he calls that against the Packers, defensive pass interference, we set it up, Chiefs win, I think people will be upset about it because guess what? You're going to have a dicey play, a dicey call, Still a little bit sketchy, even when you're watching it slow motion. It's a little sketchy. You're not sure. You're going to change a call, and people are going to go crazy. I sit here and I say, the sky judge would have fixed that last night. I understand that point. It would have fixed those calls last night. Game-changing calls. Especially the Chiefs one. I I understand the personal foul against the Packers, too. I, I, I get it. The pass interference was a killer. Personal foul is 15 yards. It's not 40 through the air. First and goal at the five. Okay? So the sky judge would have fixed that. That's whatever. You just got to have an NFL sky judge. Why can't we do this and get it right? When are you going to go to the sky judge for other calls? How are you going to do this? Calls in sports are still subjective. Calls in sports are still subjective. Well, not that one last night. I, I get it. How are you going to determine the one last night and a close one in another game? How are you going to determine when the sky judge knows more than the head ref on the field watching the replay? Well, maybe we should just make those plays reviewable, like a, like a pass interference, reviewable. We've already tried that. Pass interference was challengeable. You could challenge it. It was a disaster. Every pass interference was subjective. Who was pushing? The offense or the defense? They didn't change one call that one year. I mean, they kept with the call on the field all the time. So I get it. Bad calls last night. And I'm, I'm with you. Sky Judge could have fixed that one. I can't have the Sky Judge being the ultimate authority and then opening up a can of worms. I'm going to take it with what it is. Bad calls happen in sports. One call can't lose you the game. You've got to make sure that the game goes your way in so many other aspects. That's just what it is. That's that's the way I'm going to stick with it. The NFL sky jug sounds like a bright idea. It fixes last night. It will mess up other times. It will get everybody upset about other calls, subjective calls, close calls. Who's in charge? The sky judge or the head referee? I can't have the NFL sky judge. I got to roll with the results.
Coming back with Frank Schwab, NFL writer, Yahoo Sports on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. The Rapid City Rush are back. On December 7th, enjoy a weekday power play. Tickets start at $20, and the game features a selection of 350 domestic beers and seltzers. Then, on December 8th, grab a family four-pack, the perfect combo for family fun. Game presented by Great Clips. Then, a very special game start time on December 9th at 4 p.m. We're kicking off the holiday season with the annual teddy bear toss presented by Black Hills Energy. Bring a stuffed animal to throw onto the ice when the Rush score their first goal. Tickets at RapidCityRush.com. First Gold Gaming Resort wraps up 2023 with the most cash and promo play we've given away all year. Win a share of $8,600 in promo play every weekend and $7,000 cash giveaways every Saturday through Christmas Eve. Then for the grand finale, First Gold presents their annual New Year's weekend cash and promo play around the clock, December 29th through December 31st. When it comes to winning, no one gives away more than First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never ends. Denny Manholt Rushmore Honda is celebrating happy Honda days with the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda certified pre-owned. Buy with no money down and get financing as low as 1.49% APR. We have a lot full of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, imports, and domestics. Buy with zero down and make no payments for 90 days. See us at Denny Manholt Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Length of finance contract is limited. Available on select models. Offers with qualified credit. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show. Glad to be back on a Monday, a reaction Monday, a lot to react to. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by Consolidated Construction of Rapid City. They understand building projects are complex. They get it. Consolidated Construction simplifies that process. They're going to be your advocate from start to finish, guide you through the funding, design, construction. It's not just good that you get a quality building. They want a quality experience every step of the way. For your next build, start there at OneCallToBuild.com. Work with Consolidated Construction, the pros in Rapid City. Frank Schwab's in tonight in the Drive at 5. National NFL writer, YahooSports.com. Frank, good to have you back. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Nate? I'm doing good. Um, Let me get your read on... I just did a segment on the game last night and the missed calls in in the final drive. So... Personal foul against the Packers, bad call, I think. Um, sets up the Chiefs in Packers territory on the hit on Mahomes, and he, he wasn't out of bounds. It, it was a clean hit. They called it. Then the missed pass interference against the Packers would have set up the Chiefs first and goal. Maybe they would have won it. So then people say, how can we get these calls right? Can we go to an NFL sky judge? I'm, I'm hesitant of it, Frank. Because calls are subjective. When can a sky judge be right all of the time? How, how do we fix last night? Yeah, and I mean, you missed, you know, Rasheed Rice goes backwards out of bounds and the clock stops. That's not the rule. The clock's supposed to stop. And then the Hail Mary, That I don't think that you can call that, but still, uh, they got shoved in the back. I mean, it's, it's Yeah, would you, would you change you that call? Right. 
Right. Um, so that's four calls in the last two minutes. And I thought the worst one was the, the hit on Mahomes because he, he's trying to get yards. Like, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Like, you got to stop the, the guy who's running the ball trying to pick up yardage. Uh, the missed, uh, you know, the thing about the, the egregious one never was talking about is the missed pass interference, and I get it. But we also have to realize, when I, I don't know how about you, but when I watch that play in real time, I thought he timed it up well and it was just a good defensive play. I really did. And then you show the slow motion replay and you can see, oh yeah, he got there early, no doubt. You know, referees on the field don't have slow motion replay eyes. They're viewing this in a very, very fast game, and sometimes it's a bang-bang play, but on replay it looked obvious, right? Like, oh, my goodness, he got there so early. Well, yeah, I mean, you speed that up to real time, it's it's a third of a second. You know, I mean, so I will say that, you know, NFL officiating is hard. It's a challenge. You're not going to get everything right. The game moves so, so fast. Uh, that it's just it's difficult on these guys, and I don't think there, there's just some quick fix to that. And the sky cam thing is interesting, and I like it for some reasons. But look, we tried the whole you can challenge pass interference thing, and everybody complained about it. Everybody, it was it was so universally disliked that the NFL dish it after a year. Well, if you were one of those people complaining about how you didn't like the challenges on pass interferences, then don't complain today because. You are the reason that they can no longer count pass interference because everybody complained about it for so long that the NFL just decided, okay, well, we don't want this, I guess. And so calls like that, like holding, like, I mean, most calls, like you said, are subjective. You can't review them anyway. So we're going to change that in the last two minutes. I don't think anybody would like that. I don't know really a good solution to all of this. Okay, I was wondering. It's, so I, I get the sky judge because they say, well, you can look at it. The, the guys on the field are watching it in fast time. Maybe they can look at it. Well, should we just stay with the coach's challenges, or should we look at plays like that from a sky judge watching the feed like you and I? Yeah, and, I, you know, I've always been a big proponent of the Belichick model. I think we've even talked about it, where Bill Belichick has basically said through the years, I don't know if he changed soon, I don't know if he's been asked about it lately, but he always said, Make everything reviewable. You don't give coaches extra challenges, but you you know you can throw that red flag three times, and it's for anything. Hey, that delay game that we're second off on. Go check that out. The twelve minute on the field, or uh, holding, or whatever it is, you can throw that challenge like three times, but anything is reviewable. I've always been in favor of that because I think everything should be reviewable. Now you know it would take a lot to overturn some things. Like we all know that spot of the ball, you know, challenges. Are are very usually unsuccessful because they're not getting changed very often. Make it that kind of way for holding, where hey, if it's obvious, we'll give it to you. But if it's not obvious, we're going to the play stands. I, stuff like that, I'm in favor of. So, but until we go to that, I don't know how you could change it in the last two minutes to include subjective calls or sky cam or whatever it's going to be. Just because I just I just feel like that opens up a can of worms we don't want. Frank Schwab in tonight, national NFL writer, YahooSports.com. He's on Twitter X at Yahoo Schwab. I'm going to go to the Jets here. They lose. They can't score. Simeon played. I mean, it, it's a struggle. Now they're going through this thing. Does Zach Wilson really not want to play? That was the reporting. Then Salah came out today and said. If he didn't want to play, he wouldn't be here. We'll tell you what's going to happen coming up. What's the story there in New York? Yeah, and I, I mean, nothing against reporters who, who put that story out there, but I would kind of need more to hear about that more because it's just so impossible for me to believe that Zach Wilson would say, no, I don't want to play. Like, I just, 
I, I know he's been through a lot and uh, in a bad situation and all of that, but if you're a quarterback on that team, especially that's struggling for anything, and they're still fighting hard on defense, and coaches' jobs are on the line, and, and the front office is getting some heat. If you say no, I don't want to start. I don't think you'd ever play again in the NFL. I really don't. Like I, seriously, if if it comes out that Zach Wilson said. No, I do not want to start for the New York Jets, even though you're offering me the job. I truly don't believe Zach Wilson would ever play another NFL game. Like, I know that sounds extreme, but there's certain things that the NFL just is not going to stand for. And I think everybody in that building would immediately hate him for reasons that any logical person could understand. Like, I, you know, I mean, the quarterback, the fellow quarterbacks would be like, well, we're good enough to go start for this crappy team, but you're not. And his other teammates would be, say, you know, I'm playing through hamstrings and you know, knee sprains, and, and you can't even start when, when we need you like, again. And I think the coaches would, would be fed. Everybody in the building would be fed up with Zach Wilson, who struggled, obviously, at this point in his career. So I just don't believe that he did that. I, maybe there's some miscommunication, whatever it is, but I truly don't believe Zach Wilson told the New York Jets, I do not accept your starting quarterback job. Okay, let me get to uh, this NFC North situation. So Packers win last night in Sunday Night Football. People say, but now they're they're coming along. Are you a buyer in the Packers? Like, for example, passing up the Vikings there? Yeah, I mean it's funny that uh, before the season I was the biggest Packers guy in the world. I was telling everybody, hey, this team's going to the playoffs. This team is really going to surprise everybody. And at two and five, I look like a dope, right? I mean, but this is the Packers team I expected. Jordan Love has just turned around his entire career, basically. And do you know who has the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL? Mm-hmm. It is the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> They're going to the playoffs. So last night was their kind of, hey, you're in. And let's say do another 180 and just stink again for the rest of the season or they have massive injuries. I mean, Christian Watson got hurt last night. But, I mean, against the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL, I mean, this team could end up winning 10 games. It's not off the off the table for them. Just a remarkable turnaround. I think Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of credit. I think Jordan Love has changed the entire narrative of his path in the NFL over these last five games, as crazy as that sounds. But he looks like a different guy. A lot of reasons for that. I mean, the offensive line's playing a lot better. The receivers are coming up with big plays. But Jordan Love is a confident player right now, a good quarterback with the state of NFL quarterbacking. He's probably a top-10 quarterback right now. And, yeah, the Green Bay Packers going to the playoffs. And you know what? If they keep playing like they have these last five games, they're going to be the type of team that nobody wants to play either. Because hey, you got a confident quarterback like that with young receivers for making plays and a pretty good coach and a defense is getting better. It's going to be a tough out for whoever gets them in the wild card round. Frank, do you think the 49ers yesterday blew up, blowing out the Eagles, are they that good? Yeah, I, I really think they're historically good. And the three-game losing streak threw us off of that. I, I, you, know, you look around and... I'm going to give you the the five most dominant performances I believe I've seen against good opponents this year. Week one, the 49ers blow out the Steelers. I remember that game, right? Week five, I believe it was, absolutely destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. They win 34-3 at the Jacksonville Jaguars. They absolutely blast the Seahawks on Thanksgiving. The Seahawks had like 19 yards or two minutes left in the first half. And then yesterday against the Eagles, you could argue that four of those road games, by the way, the most five most impressive performances I've seen in the NFL this year are all from the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, they are. Their good looks different than everybody else. It's just the Eagles have to look at themselves in the mirror today and say, you know what? 
We're, we might be the second best team in football, but we can't compete with the 49ers. I'm not saying that there are, 49ers aren't beatable. The 2007 Patriots lost, so anybody can lose. But I think when you, if you're having an honest moment, if you're the Philadelphia Eagles or any team that really watched that, you look and you say, look what they did to the Jaguars, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Steelers. We can't compete with them unless they have an off day. And I think that's how good the 49ers are. And just they had that, you know, Debo missile three games. Lost in the last second to Cleveland. The, the Vikings got them. They had a really good game. The Bengals were really hot when they lost to them. But I think that three-game losing streak threw us off to how good this 49ers team is. I just don't think they lose. I don't think they lose the rest of the season. Honestly. Really? They're going to go on to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. YahooSports.com National NFL writer Frank Schwab in tonight. Follow him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, always appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, Nate. Thanks a lot. Frank Schwab in tonight from Yahoo Sports, national NFL writer, yahoosports.com, live on Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, good stuff tonight, and we jump to Denver. We got to talk about where the Broncos really are at. Where are the Broncos at after snapping the five-game winning streak, 6-6? Six and six. Where does Doug Ottawill say the Broncos are going? Doug Ottawa covers the Broncos senior writer, Mile High Sports, on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort has two million reasons to bet on red this New Year's. By giving away two million dollars in Cadillac Cash December 30th through January 1st. Cadillac Cash will be pre-loaded onto your club card all three days with anywhere between $10 to $500 in Cadillac Cash. Check your card each day to find out if you're a $500 winner. It's the $1 million Cadillac Cash giveaway at Cadillac Jack's Gaming Resort. How will your New Year's play out? Stay warm and relaxed this holiday season with a spa from Splash City. Buy any jacuzzi, American Whirlpool Spa, or Swim Spa and get an instant huge rebate with 0% financing for 60 months. Get your game on this holiday season with Splash City. Buy any Brunswick pool table or shuffleboard and get a free gift. Choose from our selection of ping pong tables, wall racks, or pub table and chairs. Splash City, your destination for fun this holiday season. Splash City on Omaha in Rapid City. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. (laughs) 
South Dakota Sports Talk Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Always glad you spent some time with us. Four to six weekdays. The Nate Brown Show driven by Spearfish Motors. Your locally owned new car and truck dealership in Spearfish. There's not many of the locally owned new dealerships left. Full line of new GMC Sierras right now at Spearfish Motors. The best truck out there. Look at all the Cadillac models. They have the Escalade, the X-T5. Spearfish GMC Cadillac. We are professional grade. Right there, 1910 North Main and Spearfish. Also start online, spearfishmotors.com. Doug Ottawell's in tonight from Denver. Mile High Sports. All right, where are the Denver Broncos at? Where are they really at? Let's get deep thoughts from Doug. They lose yesterday. Five-game winning streak comes to an end. It's going to happen sometime. I was worried about the game going in. I don't bet on the Broncos a lot anyway with the emotion stuff. I'm like, I'm totally going to stay away because I'm worried about it. They lose. They fought at the end. It was close. So I thought that was okay. But where are they at at 6-6? Six and six? Doug Ottawill, that's your first uh, question. Where do you where do you feel the Broncos are really at in this in the hunt playoff picture? I mean, I think that they can still make it. I mean, mathematically, obviously they can. But the reason I say that, I think um, <clears throat> I think they get better every week. I think this week was an interesting game because it seemed to me like they got away from their identity on offense a little bit, and you know we saw it lead to a lot of turnovers. And the way that they've been turning the ball over on the defensive side, it was just a it was a it was a tough uphill climb from the get go. But I think if they get back to their identity, I think you got to win at least four games. Um, and I think it's it's possible. I mean, I wouldn't you know I wouldn't bet on it necessarily because I don't I still don't think that they're a great football team. I think they're improving all the time. But, you know, there there's I, I would I would put their odds at say thirty percent. Thirty percent from Doug Ottawill today. Okay, the schedule's not really, really tough, but I don't love the two games left with the Chargers. I, I worry about one of those. But I'm not and then you got the Lions down the road. That that's dicey. Gotta get the Patriots, gotta get the Raiders. So I think you can get to 10 wins, but you got you got to win a couple of those big games. Here's the thing. So they're only a game out, right? I mean, the win yesterday would have propelled them to, like, I think maybe a 70% chance. That's the kicker. Now, now you're, you're saying 30. A win yesterday puts them in really good spot. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and they, they really had their chances as bad as they played because they really didn't play that well. I mean, they had too many turnovers. They didn't run the ball very well. Um, defensively, they did dumb things. I mean, the penalty on Alex Singleton um, was, you know, one of those classic, like, turn three into six kind yep, of things. Yep. Um, you know, they just didn't, they didn't have it yesterday. And rusted some nice things, but... You know, I think you you see when why Sean Payton has reeled him in because when he is taking shots, there's risk, and when we saw that on full display yesterday. But I, I don't know. There, the Lions presents definitely the toughest game on the schedule coming up. But then, like you said, if if you play the Chargers twice, and the Chargers 
are always going to charge her. So I think a split is is a, a very fair, realistic thing there. But, you know, hopefully you can beat the Chargers twice. I mean, the, the fact that the Broncos lost to the Raiders, I can't believe anyway. So I, I think they go in to that game, especially if something's on, on the line and, and can win there. I, I look at it. There's you got to get to ten wins, and you mentioned it, Doug. It's like, hey, got to get four more wins. You got to get to ten to give yourself a shot. It's within reach. It's it's dicey. I mean, it's it's just going to be interesting the rest of the way. We haven't had interesting for seven years, so it's going to be interesting the rest of the way. So here's what I see from Broncos fans, Doug. Tell me where I'm at. I've been with Russell Wilson even through the the bad last year. And some of the good this year. I've been with Russ. I like his character. He, he's just one of those guys that I'll roll with. Some people don't like the, you know, he's hokey, he's goofy, he's fake. I roll with Russ. There's a lot worse guys you could have. So, Broncos fans see the three picks yesterday, tough plays, and they're ready to just kick him out. They're just waiting for that. There's Broncos fans that just hate Russ, and they're waiting for that. What do we really feel is the future with Russell Wilson and the Broncos? Because, man, when he makes mistakes, boy, we're ready to just absolutely destroy him. Well, I mean, I obviously I, I hear and, and see what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm a little bit with you. With you. I, I'm going to ride with Russ. I mean, it, take those interceptions yesterday. I mean, for one, like you said, or like I was saying, off the bat, it seemed to me like they were a little out of character offensively. Sean Payton took the took the shackles off a little and let him go downfield. And I bet you we see that reeled back in right away next week. So that's one thing. But the other ones, I mean, if you're really thinking about the, the picks that took place, I mean, you know, the one at the end of the game – that's you. You don't have any choice. You're you're trying to do something. Got to make mismanage a play. The, yep. Yep. And and they mismanaged the clock. It's it's not yes. Russell Wilson's fault. It really wasn't Russell Wilson's fault that the Broncos could not run, because if they could have, he has a much better chance of having some yardage, you know, to to play with on a on a draw play or something like that, or he has the ability to at least make the defense honest because there's the threat they could run and and in the end of the game there wasn't so they had everybody sitting back in the end zone so I kind of give that one a, a little bit of a pass um, and then you know you, you have to look at the, at the past few weeks I mean the guy had the best touchdown to, to interception ratio in the league so it's, it's, it's sort of like you can't forget about all that just because he has one bad game. Right and, right. and I wouldn't even say that he had a bad game. I would say that, you know, got some bad luck, you know. Okay, I just see this, man, I, and you see it, Broncos fans. Why is that? I, I still can't quite figure it out. I don't know who they think they're going to get. Who do the Broncos fans think they're going to get if they ship Russ out of here? Who do they think they're going to get? <laughs> I mean that is the, that is the ultimate fifty million dollar question. It's you just don't decide you're going to move on and and wind up with with CJ Stroud. It just that just doesn't happen. I mean, you you might get lucky, but I mean, think how many guys in the first think how many quarterbacks in the first round in the last two or three years are complete busts. That every team had that super high hope. This is the next guy. This is the guy we're going with. I mean, including and especially Carolina this year. I mean, 
that's that's as bad of a miss as, as you're going to have, and it's the miss that almost every team in the league would have made if they had the chance. So it, it's just not that easy. And not only that, but when you're when you're six and six, you're not getting a high draft pick anyway. So I don't know. And there's there really is, if, if I'm not mistaken, there's really no free agent quarterbacks coming up next year. Um, certainly not any franchise quarterback types that are seeking a new home. I mean, I don't, the, the, the Aaron Rodgers 2024 isn't out there, I don't believe. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the other question. It's real easy to say, let's move on. This guy doesn't have it. But what's your alternative? And I don't know that there is a good one next year, unless you got extremely, extremely aggressive and found a way to move up to get Caleb Williams. And in which case, I would say, yeah, great, let's do that. But there's a lot of complication with that, you know, not just getting there, to be able to draft him, but then you got to figure out all kinds of salary cap issues and whatnot. So it's just not very realistic. I think you're better off to to roll with him and and have some faith that Sean Payton and, and Russ can, you know, be very good in 2024. 20, Doug Ottawa on tonight from Denver covers the Broncos and the Denver sports scene. MileHighSports.com. He's on Twitter X at D Ottawa. Always good, Doug. I appreciate you hopping in, man. Thanks. Anytime, Nate. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Doug Ottawill on tonight from Denver, milehighsports.com, where you want to go for the Denver sports scene. All right. Who's hot and who's not? We wrap up the show next. There is only one team that you should be rooting for in college football. There's one team. I'll tell you in my who's hot next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, (laughs) there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch with two Rapid City locations and PizzaRanch.com. If you're an experienced body technician, we have a spot for you at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. We have immediate openings for experienced body shop techs. You'll earn $29 per hour and work Monday through Friday. Our equipment and facilities are state-of-the-art, and we offer matching 401k, health, dental, and vision insurance. We have a large book of business with many established accounts. If you're looking for a great opportunity, apply in person at Denny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet or apply online at Indeed.com. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. It is who's hot and who's not every night at this time on the Nate Brown Show, brought to you by our friends at the Pizza Ranch. Went to the Pizza Ranch last week, outstanding, best buffet in town, we know that. Tuesday night, it's great. Kids night. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular priced adult. The Pizza Ranch Buffet, Tuesday night, kids night. Buffet open till 8. Two locations in Rapid City. The Pizza Ranch, who's hot category. Here it is. I mean, we got to go for this guy, right? We got to be all in with this guy. If you're going for anybody in this controversial football playoff, college football playoff, it's got to be Washington. 
I'm rolling with Washington. I don't have a dog in the fight. Michigan, eh. Alabama, please. Texas, give me a break. It's Washington. Milbank, South Dakota native. Kalen DeBoer, coached at USF. I mean, he's done some great things. Kalen DeBoer takes Washington to the college football playoff, and I'm all in with the Huskies. I love the way DeBoer carries himself, the character, the leadership. Pretty quiet leader. What a career he's had. Kalen DeBoer, Milbank, South Dakota native, head coach at Washington. I'm rolling with the Huskies in the playoff, and here's his lifetime record. Do you know his lifetime record? 103 wins and 11 losses. That's not just getting lucky, having some good players. Kalen DeBoer's lifetime coaching record, 103 and 11 in my Who's Hot tonight. In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not tonight, well, I didn't know this. Matt Kearney goes to the Kearney Files to the NFL. Who's playing Monday Night Football tonight? Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Here's the stat on the Nate Brown Show and my Who's Not tonight. The Jacksonville Jaguars are playing on Monday Night Football tonight for the first time since 2011. <laughs> you haven't been on Monday Night Football in 12 years? We've had some bad Monday Night Football games. And the Jaguars somehow found themselves not in Monday Night Football for 12 years? They're on tonight. Back tomorrow on the Nate Brown Show, the podcast going up right now. Great guest lineup tonight, including Florida State play-by-play man Jeff Colhane. He joined us live. Big reaction to the situation Florida State left out. All of the good stuff on the Nate Brown Show podcast downloaded. We're back tomorrow at 4. Thanks for listening. See ya.